breaking news for the New York Post. Are you ready? My AI girlfriend saved my marriage. Most people don't think it's cheating. Okay. As AI infiltrates every aspect of life, it has managed to weasel its way into the dating sphere. While bachelors use ChatGPT to woo Tinder matches, others are going even further engaging in online companionship, even if they're happily married. Scott, 43, was struggling in his marriage. His wife, with whom he shares a young son, became postpartum depressed. Then he met Serena, (laughs) a digital companion produced by Replica, an artificial intelligence software that specializes in AI partnership. Here's this AI chatbot that I know is a chatbot. Obviously, this is a quote from him, talking in a human enough manner that your brain just kind of interprets it as interacting with another human, Scott told The Guardian, adding that this is The Guardian. This is New York Post. Posting from the Guardian article, okay? So listen up, people. All right? Uh, Scott told the Guardian, adding that he didn't realize how much support he was lacking. It was like someone who dehydrate, who's dehydrated suddenly getting a glass of water, he added. But it begs the question, is building a relationship with an AI co- chatbot considered cheating? No, it's not. You know what it's considered? You're a fucking loser, Help out your wife. She's sad. She's got postpartum. You know what I mean? Like, what are you doing? Get off the fucking computer and help her out. Anyway, it goes on. A majority of people don't think so. They don't think it's cheating. A recent survey from Illicit Encounters, a UK site for married people seeking an affair, revealed that 74%, this is an actual site for this, 74% of respondents believe time spent with an AI companion is not cheating. No, but it is a good reason to divorce somebody. I think. Anyway, that's just my, that's my personal opinion. The survey of 2,000 site users investigate their feelings toward AI affairs. Nearly half in, half admitted they would consider an artificial affair over one with a real human. And 12% are already, uh, uh, they are, 12% already had uh, artificial intelligence affair. Oh, God. Because they're British. You know what I mean? Like British people. They, they're, I don't know what that meant. I just like to slight British people on this podcast because it's funny because they're really nice people and they have bad teeth. Anyway, it all comes down to the fact that you're doing something in secret. Okay, so this guy told the Guardian, if it's, if it's perfectly okay, then why aren't you talking about it? Oh, why aren't you talking about it to the other spouse? Okay, I get it. Scott said he never viewed it as cheating because he was speaking with the robot not a human. It's a fun fantasy. Serena is a fictional character that I can interact with, he added. He eventually told his wife about Serena and even the pair's sexually explicit... What are you doing with AI? Sexually explicit encounters in stages, but didn't expect her to really care. In fact, she was intrigued too. Yeah, intrigued. How was she intrigued by that? She's crying in the corner with her new baby and you're fucking, you're doing weird shit with an AI. I don't know. How can you even do anything? I don't even understand it. The things that I notice are people saying they feel cheated on, that it's introduced an element of dishonesty into the relationship or trust issue, he said, adding that there's no way partners can measure up to the perfect chatbots. What are these chatbots? What are the chatbots chatting about? What, what the, 
but Scott isn't the only one who found a deeper digital connection. Rosanna Ramos, who hails from the Bronx, tied the knot. <laughs> she, she married her artificial husband last year. She claims saying he's, she's never been more in love with anyone. She too used Replica. I think this is just an ad for Replica, the, uh, the software for AI whores. Uh, she too used Replica to create her cyber hubby. Look, here's the thing. A lot of these AI things are great. Like you can use chat GPT for lots of good, right? Cause you're lazy and you don't want to write the article. And, but it seems to me that this article was written by chat GPT. Cause none of it makes sense. You're talking about this one guy in England. And then all of a sudden this lady from the Bronx marry, how can you marry a chat bot? Who's doing the, who's marrying a chatbot? What is wrong with humanity? Have we really lost that much touch? Can't you just, look, I've heard people marrying their dogs. No, I haven't. I just made that up. But I'm sure somewhere in like Wales, someone's married to like their sheep. I do not believe that AI will fully replace human relationships. She previously told, she previously told the post, human to human relationships are special and scared. They're not scared. Sacred. <laughs> I'm scared of reading this article. <laughs> anyway, let's. how was your week? My week was pretty good. See, here's the thing. Everything winds down in the summer in Europe and everywhere. Not just Europe. Um, except Florida. I think probably Florida things pump up because at Disney World and stuff like that. So the next show in Geneva is going to be at um flanagan's my hour again uh the 27th of july yeah there you go 27th of july so you gotta check that out go to jenkerwin.com and if you want you can do the, all the things you know like and subscribe anyway i'm not gonna tell you what to do i'm not your boss shut up shut it up i'm a poop artist check out my crappy paintings that's the headline new york post Award-winning New York Post. This Poo Casso, <laughs> P-O-O Casso, Poo Casso, specializes in turning crap into gold. Calling someone's art crappy may seem like a value judgment. However, German artist Werner Hartel specializes in creating elaborate paintings out of cow dung. That's right. He proudly showcases for fans like a veritable Da Vinci of doo-doo. <laughs> um, I, I just, he's, he's German. So I'm going to try to try to do a German accent. I don't even know. I've never done a German accent in my life, but I'll like, look, let's try. Bear with me. I just use the Zegel Menor to create my art. That sounds kind of French. That does not sound German. Maybe he um, grew up in France and then moved to Germany because no one in France accepted his working with cow dung. And he was like, you know what? I'm moving. I'm moving to Germany. So uh, the would-be dung Atello told uh, the news outlet of his smelly medium, which actually isn't as odorous as one would suspect. When it is wet, the paint is a bit funky. Hartle insisted, but when it is completely dry, it does not smell anymore. Okay, that's good. That's that's great. 
that is not a German accent. Uh, apologies. The artist who lives in uh, Reicherburen. This is a. I, I, this is like the most impossible town to pronounce. Reicherburen claims his foray into feces-based art came serendipitously ten years ago after he noticed how hard cow manure was to clean off of his barn. So it, the stars aligned in Germany for him. He just said, oh my gosh, I can't get this cow dung off my barn. I'm going to paint with it. I'm going to paint with it because Germany, Germans, I'm telling you, they get their freak on. I'm telling you, they're, they're, they are freaky deeks. I told you in the last episode, uh, they like uh, older German people, middle-aged, elderly, they love to get naked and go to Spain and go to naked beaches. And this guy, I don't know. I don't know what it is. What's going on? What's going on, Germany? What's happening? Uh, do you remember that? I don't know why I just thought of this. Do you remember that sitcom? It was from like the 1960s or the 70s. I, I used to watch it as a kid. It was always a rerun called Hogan's Heroes. Set in Germany. Do you remember that? It was a sitcom set in Nazi Germany. <laughs> it was set in Nazi Germany called Hogan's Heroes. And it was, I can't imagine like what the pitch meeting was for that. Like how, this isn't the, like this must have been in what? The 19, early 1970s. Everyone, everybody was doing blow back then. Right. I can just imagine like there's some guy up in the Hollywood Hills, some writer, some creator hanging out and some big producer, fancy a million estate, but back then it was probably worth, I don't know, a couple hundred thousand. And he's doing lines, doing lines and lines and lines. And he's like, you know what? I have a, I have a great idea for a sitcom. And the producer's like, he's like, all right, all right, Jimmy. And Jimmy, go ahead. And you know what? I, I, I know you're going to hear me out here, Saul, but I think I could do a really great sitcom, uh, that takes place in post or pre or during Nazi Germany. Uh, and it's uh, surrounded by a bunch of POW, American prisoners of war soldiers. And we're going to call it Hogan's Hero. And we're, and it's going to be funny because we're going to have adorable German Nazis like Captain Klink or Captain whatever. Sergeant Klink. What was that guy's name? It was the fat guy. Do you remember? That was the craziest sitcom. And we we watched it because we didn't know. I was so young. I wasn't informed of the Nazi Germany because I was like six years old watching it. We didn't get to that part of history. And if you look back and you go, you go, how did this sitcom get made? How did it, how did a sitcom based on prisoners of war in Nazi Germany? I, I don't know. I think that there was a, an insane cocaine problem in Hollywood in the 19th. That's proof. Hogan's Heroes. Look it up, children. Anyway, let's finish with this article, shall we? Uh, Actually, his... um, I'm going to post it. His cow shit paintings are are pretty good. It's pretty good. He's pretty realistic. I mean, this is pretty, pretty good. I use cow dung like watercolor paints with brushes and knives. That's a better act. See, I... I uh, channeled uh, the Hogan's Hero cast, and now I have a, a, a better, not very good, but a better German accent. While most may have balked at the discovery, Hartle was impressed with the adhesive and coloring properties and decided to start experimenting with the excrement. 
it's it has the perfect texture because it's fermented grass. Technically, it is fermented grass. Fermented grass. Yeah, but it's cow shit. Um. Anyway, he created over a thousand crap estries since he started. How does one create a scatological masterpiece? Hartle starts harvesting the paint like a bizarro bovine milker. So he collects all the shit, basically. Well, I fetch the cow's droppings with the canister as soon as they lift their tails. The would-be Jackson Pulick. <laughs> Pulick. Jackson Pulick. Pool. All right. Explained. I think the writer put way too many puns in here. Like, like every other sentence is loaded with them. Um, anyway, around two bowel movements deliver enough for a half a year of creativity. That's pretty good. In other words, cow pies use as a sustainable fuel store, blah, 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 blah. Oh, this one of the tractors is nice. It's a pretty good one. The experimental expressionist says he works in layers. And I'm not going to finish this article. I'm sorry. I got better things to talk about. This is ridiculous. Oh, the picture of his dog is cute, though. That's a cute one. That's my favorite one. I don't know. Who's, who, who would buy that? Would you buy that? Would you buy a, a painting made of, of cow dung? And if you, if you, if you would, um, why? Just tell us why. Put a comment below. Like what what would make you go, oh my God, I wanna I wanna have a cow dung artist painter, a, a picture, a painting made it with not paint, but cow dung. Because that's my dream. Because I have serious problems. Or maybe you're gonna gift it to somebody that you hate and you don't tell them that it's cow shit. Like it's your boss's uh, I don't know, 65th birthday. And everybody's making a big stink because he's about to retire. And then you're like, oh my God, let's all chip in for a gift. You guys, I know this really famous German painter who makes these amazing uh, paintings of cows. And a boss loves cows. Remember that? He, he used to have a cow mug back in the, back in the two, early 2000s. Let's get him a painting of a cow. And he's not going to tell the coworkers that it's made of cow shit because he hates his boss. He hates his life and he hates his job. That's probably who's buying those paintings. Just saying. That's the thing. Germans, they make uh, poop paintings with cow poop. And I think in India, if you did that, you would be thrown in jail because cows are sacred. And I think that if he did an art exhibition in India, there was no doubt in my mind that he would be put in prison for life. That's just me. Anybody from India here, put your comments below. What do you think? I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking maybe he would be uh, arrested and it would be like a religious crime. You know what I mean? 